Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Lazai are a great and proud people, and they rule over many other considerable peoples. They pride themselves on their connection with the ancient name of the Colchians, and have an exaggeratedly, though perhaps understandably, high opinion of themselves. I certainly know of no other subject race which such ample resources of manpower at its command, or which is blessed with such a superfluity of wealth, with such an ideal geographic position, with such an abundance of all the necessaries of life, and with such a high standard of civilization and refinement. The ancient inhabitants of the place were indeed completely unaware of the benefits of navigation and had not even heard of ships until the arrival of the famous Argo. Nowadays, they put out to sea whatever practicable and carry on a thriving commerce. Nor are they barbarians in any other respect, long association with the Romans having led them to adopt a civilized and law-abiding style of life. Agathius, The Histories, Book 3, Chapter 5, Lines 1 through 4. Thank you, Ethan, from Play History. Gamarzoba, and welcome to the History of Sacarvelo, Georgia. I'm your host, Roberto, and this is episode 31, The Kingdom of Lazica. In this episode, we will cover what has been occurring in Lazica while we have been focused on the Kingdom of Iberia. Just before we get into the first episode, I would like to do a bit of housekeeping. I want to give a few thanks first. First of all, Many thanks to all the academics who have done the research and translations of all the books and journals that I've used so far for the show. We're entering a phase where we will be able to center on about 20 years of history in detail, and knowing Lazika's place in all of this would be difficult without their work. Mind you, this detail isn't as much as we'd like, but it is more than what we've had. 
Then, I would like to give thanks to the patrons who have supported us over the last few months. Thank you to Ben from Battle Royale, Audrey, Andrew, Mitchell, Eric from Ranking 76, Gerald, Hallie from Quest Friends, Hal the Legionnaire, Emily, Quinn from Noblesse Oblige, Mandy Robertson, our awesome artist, and David from the Siecle. This would be difficult without your support. Finally, one final thing. As you've heard in the Peter the Iberian episode released in December, I am going to Georgia in late April and would like your support in helping mitigate research costs while I'm there. I want to take advantage of visiting historical sites, museums, and buying books to benefit the show and would love your support in this. Every $100 donated will have me create a bonus episode based on something that I see or experience in Georgia, and I will be making a daily audio journal about my time there, released on a daily basis upon my return in mid-May. You can go to tinyurl.com slash sarkartvelotrip, S-A-Q-A-R-T-V-E-L-O-T-R-I-P, or follow the link in the episode description. Now, let's get into the show. It has been a long time since we have spoken about the Lazai tribe in any detail. The last time we mentioned them was in episode 15, where we talked about the Ostrogothic invasions along the Black Sea coast and the Roman defense of Pitsunda. After the Ostrogothic invasions, things remained relatively calm in the area, until there was a slight flare of action in the late 290s. The Persian Shahanshah, Narsa, declared war on Rome. For what reason? Armenia. Hostilities were renewed between the two superpowers of the ancient world. The Caesar, Galerius, made his way to the east to deal with the invading Persians in Armenia. Rumors spread of the Romans using the coast of Lazica as a point of arrival, the construction of substantial fortification along the southeast of the Black Sea, near Sikhiziri, and significant reconstruction at Apsaros. Thanks to these measures, Galerius gained victory over the Persians in the Battle of Satala and moved forward to sack the Persian capital of Stesiphon and take the royal treasury and harem. This whole ordeal ended in the Treaty of Nisibis in 299, which stated that Igrisi, or Lazica, and Kartli, Iberia, would be in the Roman spear. Around the 4th century, Lazica underwent a religious transformation. Emperor Constantine issued the Edict of Milan, legalizing Christianity. Churches sprang up along the Black Sea coast, including in Nokolakevi. Contemporary sources attest to the conversion of the Laz tribe and the Apshul tribe, the Apshuls who today are known as the Abkhaz. The tale of Armenia and Kartli's conversion is similar in some aspects, but differ in other aspects. The Lazai, instead of having church services in their own language, they had them in Greek and all the writing in it was also Greek, demonstrating the strong Byzantine influence at the time. Unfortunately, this left the region without a shared common language to help bind them together. Nevertheless, a shared religion meant that Igrisi and Katli had much more in common than not. Unfortunately, this wouldn't last. Mirian III's death destabilized the whole of Iberia. The Persians swept in to bring it under its control, and the Lazai tribes used this to their advantage. They began to consolidate their territory within the region, and took over land from the outskirts of Trebizond up to the north of Pitsunda, just under the Caucasus Mountain, and then from the Black Sea to the Leaky Mountains as well. 
By the time of Emperor Theodosius's death in 395, Lan's aristocrats ruled over the Mingrelians, Svans, and the Abkhaz tribes. Egrisi was even able to take the border province of Argveti from Kartli. Egrisi was even able to take the border province of Argveti from Kartli, along with the major trade and military posts of Shodopani and Skanda. The acquisition of Skanda and Shodopani proved beneficial to Lazika since the two cities laid upon the River Rioni, or the Phasis at the time. This let Igrisi export their grain, flax, timber, handicrafts, and even their manpower straight to Byzantium, and it was a crucial part of Byzantine influence in the area. In return for these exports, the Lazai could purchase whatever they wanted or needed from the Romans. But peace would not last for long. The mountain-dwelling tribes were rather well-armed, and frequently raided Lazai towns. To the north, there were the Huns, who continued to threaten the passes, and eventually they broke through the Dario Pass and rampaged through Caucasia in 398. This led for the Romans to send Eutropius, a eunuch turned general, to campaign against the Huns. We don't have much detail on his campaign, but Emperor Honoris's court poet named Claudian didn't have many nice things to say about him or his military exploits. Nevertheless, we have reason to believe the campaign was ultimately successful and the Huns retreated across the Rioni River, although they continued to cause issues for the next century. Lan's aristocratic influence began to swell within the region, and by 422, Roman control of Lazica was all but confirmed. The Laz aristocrats would even make appointments of the leaders of Swania, modern-day Svanetia, as long as the Romans approved of it. Up north, in Kartli, a dispute arose between the Byzantines and Persians concerning the defense of the Dario Pass. The Persians wanted to share the costs of defense in either gold or men, but the Byzantines would have nothing to do with it. These requests were constantly repeated by the Persian envoys in the Byzantine courts, along with reinsurance that it would benefit both empires. Of course, this was false, as by this point the Lazai Kingdom, or Igrisi, was starting to stabilize and protect its own borders wherever it was not naturally fortified by the Leaky Range. In Kartli, where the pass was located, it was completely out of Byzantine influence by this point, so they had no reason to assist the Persians with anything. Records on who sat on the throne of Igrisi are scant, but we do know they were probably appointed by Rome. We do see mention of one king in 456 named King Gubaz I which means bulls forelimb and ascetic. Traditionally, Igrisi sent tribute and army recruits to Byzantium. By Gubaz's time, this had all ceased, and getting imperial approval for the new Lazai king was merely a formality by this point. Gubaz started to garrison Sevastopolis, modern Sukhumi, and was appointing the princes of the Abkhaz and Svans without imperial permission. At this point, having seen no assistance from Byzantium in ages, Gubaz declared Igrisi independent from Byzantium. This would prompt the Byzantines to declare war on their vassal and invade the territory. The initial invasion did not go well for the Romans and forced a retreat. This prompted them to plan a second assault on Lazica. Meanwhile, King Gubaz I used this time to send envoys to both Byzantium and Persia. The envoys to Byzantium had one message. Calls for peace. The envoys to Persia, though, requested assistance in the fight against the Romans. Typically, this would be a perfect time for the Persians to come in and assert their dominance in the region, 
But, as we mentioned earlier, there were several Hunnic invasions from the north, mostly through the Dario and Durbet passes, leading the Shahanshah to refuse this request. To show the Romans they were serious about not aiding the Lazai, the Persians even ejected all Lazai refugees from Persian territory. Persian refusal to aid the Lazai gave the Byzantines hope for a temporary alliance with their regular enemy. The Byzantines reached out to the Persians and asked for their permission to go through Persian Armenia to fight the Lazai, which the Persians readily granted. This joint action dashed all of Gubaz's hopes of playing the Romans and Persians off of each other, and he was eventually defeated. Not long after, relations broke down between the Romans and Persians, once more on the topic of the defense of the Dario Pass. The Romans exited negotiations. In 465, Emperor Leo then ordered Gubaz to come to Constantinople. Gubaz sent an envoy, agreeing to come to the imperial capital and to demonstrate his loyalty to the emperor. Gubaz abdicated his throne in favor of his son, who remains unnamed in the sources, but is stated to have already been co-ruling Igrisi with his father. Gubaz took some precautions ahead of time and used his network to reach out to the Byzantine noble named Dionysius, seeking his assurance that he would not be harmed while he was in the city. Upon arrival to Constantinople, the nobles gathered around the court to see who this man who dared rebel against the Romans was. The horror in their faces was apparent when Gubaz and his guards arrived decked out all in Persian dress. They became concerned that Gubaz had gone entirely over to the Persians, which, due to their diplomatic proximity, was most likely the case. These fears were soon put to rest when they noticed that Gubaz, along with his Persian dress, had icons and even crosses on his person. Gubaz spent Emperor Leo I, and together, they went to see Daniel the Stylite, and Daniel reconciled the two monarchs. This meeting with Daniel left such an impression on Gubaz that the two would write letters to each other, and Lazai envoys would make a point to visit the Stylite before their arrival to court. After this visit, things appeared to have gone well for Igrisi. The allegiance with the Byzantines was solidified, and their only real punishment was that 100 miles of coastline east of Trebzon went to Roman control. This allegiance was soon put to the test after the Persians defeated the Huns and set their eyes on Transcaucasia once again. Roman forces were all but gone from the region by this time, and the Lazikans would have to fend off a superior enemy all by themselves should they decide to invade. However, it turned out that the Persians would not be the first to strike against the vulnerable kingdom. The Svans decided that now was the perfect time to declare for Persia and wage war on the Lazai. With Roman assistance, Gubaz was able to capture some fortifications, but Sonithia was soon taken over by a new threat from the east. Vaktung Gorgasali. To connect with us, feel free to find us on social media under at History Georgia or on Facebook at the History of Sacravello, Georgia. The intro song is Bindis Peria Sopeli by Zadashe. They will be touring the USA in September 2024, so please look up for their dates. And there is a link to their Bandcamp and Facebook page in the episode description. This is where I'd like to remind you of the ongoing GoFundMe to help support my trip to Georgia. To help this podcast continue, please feel free to subscribe to our Patreon or donate via Coffee or PayPal. The links are in the episode description. If you would prefer something a bit more tangible, we also have an Amazon wishlist for you to peruse. The best way to help us is via review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast host, as it goes a long way with getting the word out about the show and helping us reach new people to learn about Georgia. 
and thank you for listening to the history of Sacramento, Georgia. See you next time.